Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. Welcome to advice you didn't ask for. If you couldn't tell by the title, today we are going to be talking about sex and virginity again. It is going to be a part two to part one. I wouldn't just leave you guys hanging with part one. I don't know. Disclaimer. This is going to be a mature conversation between me and whoever is watching. So if the word sex makes you uncomfortable or makes you huh, giggle, then this video is not for you. The topics we are going to be going over today are not necessarily PG-13 and require a more mature ear to be listening. With that said and done, let's jump into today's topic. This is something that I didn't necessarily go over last time. I kind of just said the words and didn't really explain what they were or what they meant. So this first topic we are going to be going over is staying safe and keeping yourself safe. When losing your virginity, you are going to be having sex, okay? Feel like those two, you know, go hand in hand and it should be quite obvious. So say hello to STIs and pregnancy. They are now two things that can be part of your life if you do not practice safe sex. So I recommend if you're having sex, whether your first time or your hundredth time, practice safe procedures of having the sexy time. When you're having sex, like I said, whether your first time or your hundredth time, you want to protect yourself from any of those unwanted consequences of having unprotected sex. As stated before, that includes STIs and pregnancy, but it can also even include the HIV, HIV. It's not actually called HIV. I just was trying to be funny. Um, I'll never try to be funny again. Uh, yeah, HIV. So you might be thinking now, well, how do I keep myself safe? That is where condoms and birth control come into play. You want to protect that body of yours because you only get one. I mean, unless you get like a transplant of some sort, then I guess technically you get somebody else's body parts. But you only get one body, so you want to protect it. And your partner, if he's also smart, is going to want to protect himself. For male with female sexy time, taking birth control will protect you as a female from getting pregnant. And then the condom that the guy's gonna wear will protect both of you from getting STIs and as well as protecting against that 1% that the birth control does not protect you from. With male and male sexy time, you really only need a condom, whether you're using, you know, your own John or you're using a toy John. <laughs> Okay, I said you can't giggle at the word sex, and here I am giggling at the word John. <laughs> Maybe I'm not allowed to be filming these videos. For male-on-male, -male, you're really only going to need a condom because you both are going to want to protect yourselves from STDs. Some of you might be like, oh, well, what if we use toys? Then put a condom on your toys, or... Just have your own personal toy that you will not use on your partner. And your partner can have their own toy that they only use on themselves. I mean, you can use your partner's specific toy on them for them and vice versa. But you know what I mean? You want to make sure that toy is specific for you if you really don't want to put a condom on it. But you don't have to worry about birth control because either one of you can get pregnant. And if you do, then I think you got more problems than STDs. <laughs> now, okay, it's a little tricky when it comes to female with 
female. So if that's you, listen up. As I explained with the toy situation for male on male, it is going to be the same thing for female on female. You are going to want to use a condom on your toy and change it when you use that toy on your partner. And again, if you don't want to do that, then just have a personal toy that is only used for your coochie. There is also something called a dental dam. <laughs> Basically, it's a latex rubber sheet that goes in between the mouth and the vaginal opening during oral sex. It could also be used for the booty hole and like the mouth. No, dental dams don't sound that fun. So some of you might be like, uh, well, I'm not doing that. Okay, that's stupid. While safe sex is not stupid, there are alternatives. Just make sure that you and your partner have been checked recently for STIs before you go and put your mouth down there because you know, you don't want anything. And just also make sure you don't have any like open cuts or sores or open wounds in your mouth when you and your partner are having oral sex. The same thing can also go for oral sex with any group of combinations of people. That could be for male with female, for male with male. Just if you don't have a way of protecting your mouth because you don't want to use a condom or a dental dam, you know, make sure neither of you have any STIs as well as making sure you don't have any like open sores or wounds or cuts in your mouth. Now, I also just realized I never explained what an STI is. It's a sexually transmitted infection. It could also be called an STD, a sexually transmitted disease. Now, if you're anything like me, you might have a latex allergy. Bingo bongo, fuck your life. There is a bunch of alternatives to latex condoms. I am going to butcher every single one of these alternatives names. So I'm also just going to put it on the screen for you. For those of you who are listening, I will link it down in the description so you can <laughs> read what I'm trying to say. Here we go. Uh, polyurethrin? Polyethrin condoms? These condoms are made of thin plastic instead of latex. Oh god. Um, poly is... Mm, poly something. Mm, polyisoprene? Condoms? These use a synthetic rubber that use different proteins, so these different proteins won't cause an allergic reaction. And finally, one that I can pronounce, lambskin condoms. Okay, there is always a way to keep yourself safe. The next thing we are gonna go over, which I again touched upon a little bit in my last video, is legal age of consent. There are a bunch of laws for a bunch of different places, whether you're in the United States, or you're in Europe, or you're in Asia. 31 of the states in the United States, because that is where I live, as of 2023, have 16 as their legal age of consent. Eight states have it at 17, and 11 states have it at 18. So I would recommend that you do your own research on the state or wherever you live, but based off of that information, whatever state you live in, it will take just a simple Google search, what is the legal age of consent in my state? And it'll pop up as well as like country. You could search it up for your country as well. But it does differ, as you just heard with the United States. Some states are 16, some are 17, some are 18. So maybe search for your specific 
area. As silly as these laws might sound to some of you, they are in place to protect your minor head ass, okay? They are in place to protect minors from getting sexually exploited as well as protecting minors against adults who are going to try to have sexual activity with them, also known as pedophiles. Some states even have a tiered system which would then have the legal age of consent depend on the age difference between the partners. Another thing you need to take into consideration is that different states also have different levels of the maximum age different between the person of legal age of consent and who they can date and engage in sexual activities with. So you can take Jersey because that's where I live. You can take Jersey for example. 16 is the legal age of consent here and our maximum age difference is four years. Just do some of your own research on your own area just to confirm what your legal age of consent is and what the maximum age difference is. Types of people. Sex is such an intimate thing and how, when, and with who is in your control. If you wanna wait, then wait. If you want to have sex as soon as possible, as long as you're being safe, then go for it. I explained that in my last video. There is no timeline that you need to be following. There are so many different types of reactions that people will have to having sex. This list that I'm about to explain is not the only type of people because it's very hard to categorize people in very broad terms, but these are just the main three type of people. There are people who are going to need to be in a relationship for for years and have a large sense of security and attachment and connection with a person before they let that person into such an intimate and vulnerable time. These types of people really just need to be in love and feel completely safe with this person because sex is such a vulnerable thing to do. There's also people who just need to be in a relationship. They don't need to have that security of being with that person for years. They just need that security of being able to trust this person. They also need that connection. They need that spark. They don't need to have, again, security of years of being with this person but they just wanna feel safe. They wanna feel like they know this person. They wanna feel like they are connected. The last group of people are the ones who say, screw it. They just want to lose their virginity and get it out of the way. They don't need the security of being in a relationship. They don't need to be in love. And they don't even need that security of having this person as a partner. These people just need to feel like they're safe and they can at least trust this person not to hurt them, but they don't care otherwise who it's with. They're just like, screw it, let's do it. Another thing to take into consideration is your sexual orientation and how that can affect losing your virginity or just having sex in general. There's something called asexuality, which has had its true definition debated about as it's hard to put a large amount of people into a specific category that has heavily defined lines. So with a quick Google search, it will tell you that being asexual or as its nickname is ace or aces is someone who has no desire or no sexual feelings towards anybody. However, that, especially in my opinion, being somebody who is part of the LGBTQA plus community, Sexuality is a spectrum and it is 
an identity. Some people who consider themselves ace might experience romantic attraction while others might not. On top of that, people who are ace may also experience differences with falling in love, experiencing arousal, orgasms, masturbation, marriage, and having kids. If you feel that might be you, I would do some of your own research on your own time to further educate yourself on the ace community as there is so much that I have not covered. I'll link an article in the description so you can look at the research that I have been looking at, but you can also do some of your own research with other articles or websites, whatever is comfortable for you. Surprisingly enough, I only have one more thing to go over and that is romanticizing losing your virginity. I feel like as females, we heavily romanticize losing our virginity. We see in all these movies and TV shows or in like porn how amazing and perfect sex is. As I explained in my previous video, your first time most likely is going to be awkward and clumsy and nothing like the movies. People in movies and TV shows and porn they have most likely practiced this scene to make it look as good as it does. There's also camera angles and there's lighting and there's romance music that make all of these things look so perfect. Even if you put out rose petals and candles or you have a nice dinner beforehand, whatever you do to try to make it romantic, it is going to be romantic. I'll say that but it is not going to lead up to your expectations. If you are taking your expectations from movies, TV shows, or porn, navigating sex, especially for your first first time or first time with another person, it's not going to be simple and easy. Everybody's bodies are going to be different and the things that you like and don't like and feel are going to be different from everyone else. So while you can hope that your first time will be romantic. Don't expect it. And if you are expecting it, don't expect it to be like the movies because it is gonna be so clumsy. My first time was quite awkward. It was very awkward and clumsy. So that is that. That is the end of part two. If there are still questions anybody has, you can leave it down in the comments for the YouTube video, or you can DM me on Instagram. I'll leave my Instagram in the bio, in the description, and I will also leave my email in there. So you can email your questions or email some more topics that you want me to talk about. If you enjoyed your stay here, don't forget to follow, subscribe, and rate and review. Be safe out there, everyone, because it's a crazy world we live in. Don't forget to drink some water. Go outside, go pet a dog, do something that makes you happy, and I'll see you next week. Goodbye.